Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey homos, welcome to this week's episode of Happy Healthy Homo. I'm Keegan Hurst. And I'm Joel Wood. And we are boyfriends and this is the podcast where we're redefining the gay community, what mm-hmm. it is to be a gay guy in 2023 um, and helping gay men, empowering you to build happy, healthy lives. Yes, which is what we all want as human beings. Who doesn't want But that? as homos too. Yeah. Also, someone uh, commented about, we've talked about our name, how some people, particularly middle-aged Americans, have been a bit triggered by it because it's homo has been used as a slur. There's someone pointed out going, well, homo is short for homo sapien, which means human being. So actually, you could just say this is happy, healthy human. Yeah. yeah. It's not, though. No. It's meant for, <laughs> for gays. Um, and if you're watching this, you are an honorary homo, so welcome, yes. whether you are a gay man or not. Yeah. Um, what have we got today, Jolly? Today, we thought we'd have a chill one, guys, and just do a Q&A. Oh, I mean, famous last words, this. A chill one. A chill Cut one. Cut to rant-a-thon. Yeah. <laughs> we'll try and keep it like I mean, there are some personal questions about us or our relationship. There are also some questions that you guys have about the gay community or about your relationships. So it's going to be a mix of personal questions and us giving advice as I well. I think we'll try and keep it quite concise, though. Yeah, we will. Because you could do a full episode on some of these questions. Oh, so. yeah. Um, so should we start heavy or we start soft? No, first one, uh, this has come up quite a few times, so I figured we'd answer it. Okay. How did we meet? How did we meet? Well, we actually met, I'm very pleased to say, not on an app. Because yeah, IRL. everyone I've ever been with has been from Tinder or Hinge. And um, there's nothing wrong with that. But I just assumed that that was going to be how I met someone. But we met kind of IRL. Yeah. So uh, Joel used to do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Joel used to do another podcast and he reached out to me and invited me to go on, which I did virtually. Yeah. And um, also that was under orders by the other guys of the podcast. They were like, Oh, can you reach out to Keegan Hurst? I was like, Okay. Yeah, and this was it yeah, this was ages ago. Um I was in another relationship then. Mm. And I went on the podcast, we did it, um, and then we didn't really we didn't talk no. for months and no. months and months. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I my other relationship ended, and yeah. then we met on like a friend thing, didn't we? Yeah, we we just, went for dinner. We just start we started chatting a bit more. Yeah, went for dinner, and then which I don't count as a date because it was literally on that date. I knew I fancied him when we were on the date. I was like, oh, great, I fancy someone, um, which hasn't happened for years. And then I was like, will he, won't he kiss me at the end of the date? Literally friendship side hug Yeah, did at the end of the date. Um, but then, anyway, so that wasn't the first date. Yeah, and, like then, and, then we, and then we did go on on a date, didn't we? we yeah. went, our first date was designing biscuits it was i'm actually gonna thinking of doing a youtube video for my channel about reenacting our first date because yeah we went designing biscuits we went and played mini golf which i thrashed him at and i always still do to this day because mini golf is my thing yeah he knocked a drink down me as well because he's clumsy and i still fell in love with him so uh, yeah maybe not maybe not on the first date (laughs) (laughs) it took a bit of time uh so that's 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 how How do you ask a guy on a date if you don't know if he's gay or not just ask him babe yeah just ask just ask yeah i mean it let's let's imagine he's He's friends, he works with this person. I'm, ma- I'm making up a scenario. You, you can't make up a scenario. Well, okay, if it's a random guy in the street, I get why he can't just ask, because it's like, I don't know if he's going to punch me in the face and be like, I'm straight, boo. Um, if it's someone you work with, you're friends with them, you're building a relationship with them, just ask and go, I don't know if I'm getting the vibe wrong here, and if if you're not gay, then I'm I'm really sorry, but if you are, would you would you like to go on a date? There's nothing wrong with saying that. I... I wouldn't even justify it that much. I'd say, do you want to go get a drink? Do you want to go on a date with me? <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, do not listen to him. Why? That is Elriz. What's Elriz? <laughs> Keegan's oh. kids are teaching us lingo. Apparently W-Riz. Teaching, they're not, not teaching me because they don't speak to me. W-Riz <laughs> means that you've got, like, it's to do with charisma or something. Charisma. W-Riz is good. Winning. Winning charisma. Why are you doing that with L-Riz, because W. L-Riz is like loser charisma, like not good. Um, Would you like to go on a date with me? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Sorry, I'm not gay. Yeah. It's just re- ask, it's guys. Just, just ask. It's, it's, it's not. You, and don't ask. Ask. <laughs> who, is more, who is more high maintenance? Well, I think Keegan. I yeah. I would, I Keegan would likes things done in a certain way. He only drinks champagne. I don't only drink champagne. As in he drinks water and stuff, but he doesn't drink <laughs> Prosecco. He refuses to drink no, Prosecco. No, but I drink other alcoholic beverages, Joel. It's not like, oh, uh, go around somewhere else. Have you got, have you, would you like a drink? I'll only drink champagne. Only champagne. No, I just don't like Prosecco. I think it's, I think it's oh, hideous. <laughs> and it costs the same as a bottle of champagne. Yeah, it does so, nowadays. Yeah. Um, why I'm do not, you think you're more high maintenance? Well, then? I don't think high maintenance is right. I think I'm more particular. Yeah, definitely. Very, I am very go with the flow. Very easy going. Very easy going. I Which not. I think this is the funny thing. I Unless I'm being paranoid, I genuinely think people that know me from social media would expect it to be the other way around. That I'm high maintenance yeah, and you're easy, easy breezy. But that is just not true. It's not true. Well, this is quite, a, I suppose it's a semi-serious one, but it's come up quite a lot. Okay. Is uh, non-monogamy. It seems to be popular yeah. in the gay community. There's a couple of people said this. These are not my words. Yeah. Um, thoughts our thoughts on it yes tell everybody my thoughts <laughs> no i mean as in like yeah, what they're are not our, what are our thoughts uh, okay my thoughts on it are again if if that's something you want go for it that's absolutely fine i myself am 
am monogamous and I don't want anything but monogamy. Mm. Um, and that is something that you need to get clear on from early doors because it does seem nowadays that lots of people are into that. It's something I also feel very passionately about because when you say that you're monogamous in the gay community, it seems... So far, I've had lots of backlash from people going, you're so heteronormative. Gay people aren't meant to be in like monogamous relationships, which I think, yes, like, yes, we are. Well, yes, we are to the extent of it's not just for straight people. If yeah. you are gay and you want to be in a monogamous relationship, you can be. And I feel passionate about that because I know of gay people that have gone, well, I wish I could have a monogamous relationship, but everyone I'm into is into open relationships, so I'll just be in one. No, yeah, no don't, don't do, do it. Don't, don't do it if you don't want it, if you're not comfortable with it, do not do it. Don't compromise your own values. My thoughts on um, non-monogamy, mm. I think that's how you... Is it seems to me that someone had a bad experience with it mm. and they go, do you know what? what? with monogamy? Yeah, I am yeah. going to pull the whole system down. <laughs> yeah. This is crap. Nobody, I, didn't, I don't like it. I've had a bad yeah. turn and everybody should um, not be that mm. because I, I, I just feel like something that's worked for the majority of people mm. for the majority of time yeah. is, you know, you know, is probably doing all right. So mm. I think you've hit the nail on the head. If it works for you, it works for you, but don't compromise on your own values. No. Um, and, you know, you know, monogamy has its pitfalls and we mm. people make mistakes and God knows I've done it in past mm. relationships and stuff. But you live, you learn, you work through it. Yeah. It's not a perfect system. Not, nothing is a perfect no. system, but you've got to... You, 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 need, you need some set of guidelines for life yeah. just to help with your own decision-making processes. Otherwise, you'd just be mentally exhausted with everything. Yeah. So pick something that generally fits in with where you're at. Yeah. Work through it. Open communication with your partner. Exactly. Makes life a hell of a lot easier, doesn't it? It does. Communication is key. But yeah, do not settle... If don't, you are a monogamous settle. person, do not think that you have to be in an open relationship to be gay because there are plenty. Just read the comments of this video, I'm sure, on YouTube. Yeah. There'll be plenty of guys here that are, in fact, the majority that want a monogamous yeah. relationship. So, so don't, comp yeah, don't compromise your own. Yeah. So one on here um, that we've got via emails says, how would you deal with someone saying they love you when you aren't there yet? And would you leave the relationship or stay in the hope that you will feel the same? My thing would be, what's the time? How long have you been with this person? Mm, yeah. How, okay, so how long do you think you should give it to? Well, yeah, how would you deal with it if you, someone has said they love you, but well, yeah, you don't feel I the same it's just different yet? If they've told you after two weeks. Yeah. I think if they've told you that they love you after two weeks, it's probably a bit like full on. Yeah, definitely. Um, but if it's been going on for six months, she should have a general idea whether you, so. it's going that way or not, shouldn't yeah. you, within six months? Yeah. Um, and you will know why you're not saying I love you. You'll know, I'm sure, if you're not saying it because you're a little bit scared, but you know that you're getting there, like you say, or you'll know if it's like a, I just don't love you and I I don't, you know, I, ever will. I don't think I ever will. So I feel like the person asking this question knows deep down. Yeah. You just have to get in touch with that. Well, there was, a, I had a similar question or I had a similar question and it was, how do you ask your boyfriend if he is still enjoying the relationship or if he wants out? So I feel like this is nothing to do with the boyfriend. It's to do with the person asking this question, mm. that you've got a vibe that something is off. Yeah. And you're scared of the answer. You're scared of the answer, yeah. So if you've got, again, it comes, don't be scared to ask direct questions. No. Direct questions get direct answers. Yeah. The last thing you want when it comes to 
dating or relationships is ambiguity. Yeah. You want to know where you stand mm -hmm. and if someone is deserving of your time and effort and attention. Yeah. Exactly. I, I find it hard to give advice on this because I am someone who naturally asks questions and because Ooh. I'm always seeking <laughs> the answer. Like the answer to me, clearly, if this guy's scared of the answer, yeah. it could be because, oh, but I don't want the relationship to end. Whereas my mindset would go, well, if he wants out of the relationship, I want to know now yeah. because then that information to me is gold because yeah. then I can move on and I'm not wasting my time. So I just feel like I can't fully relate to people who are scared to ask questions and I wish I they're not because of the answers. Yeah, because of the answers. It's like it's like saying if you're ill, going oh I'm not going to go to a doctor because I don't want to find out if it's really serious. Yeah, but you got, you do want to find out because then you can do something about yeah. it. While ever you are not asking these questions, they're taking up mental bandwidth and you are putting the power. Not that it's all about power or control, but you mm. you are that stress and worry and anxiety. You are causing that by yeah. not. Just asking a question. That's yeah. in your power. That's in your power to control. Yeah, definitely. Just ask, even I've asked Keegan loads of times. Like, do you still fancy me? Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> um, um. One on here. How important do you think sex is in a relationship? Um, I think it's. I think it's an important piece of a relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, I think sometimes, especially in the early stages of a relationship, you can put a lot more emphasis on emphasis it. on it but i think you know we all want to feel sexy as mm -hmm. individuals and we want to know that our partner finds us sexy mm -hmm. and sometimes it can be difficult if for whatever reason we don't particularly find ourselves sexy at a particular time yeah um you know we've we, and sometimes people's libidos don't match mm -hmm. up but yeah. i think it is an important part and i think i think it's an well for me it's an important part mm. but there'll be people who are in relationships who go, I'm genuinely it's not, not yeah. who maybe they have a really low libido and it's not an important part. Yeah. I think it will depend on the person. And so the importance of sex in that relationship depends on the two people in it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, like most things, I know this is a really boring answer, but it does depend on the circumstances. So like, like you said, if you are both, if you're in a relationship together and you've both decided sex isn't that important, everything else is important, but we're, we're kind of happy to cohabit and not, not really partake in sex, then great, that works for you. Do yeah, it yeah, equally yeah, if you've decided that it's really important to you and it's so important to you that you need to sleep with loads of people and you're both happy to be in an open relationship and that works for you, do it. Yeah, but yeah, for for us, I think it's an important part I, of a relationship. I, I think with any question like the questions that we're mm. getting here, always be wary when people can give you a black and white answer, yeah. because life is not black and white, and there are yeah. so many nuances to everything like that. There's so mm. much context to that question yeah. that you can't give it. Yeah, sex is really important. Yeah. Well, you need to ask important. it of yourself. How important is sex to me? Yeah, and then hopefully. In, in knowing that information, you can then find someone who is matching in yeah. that behavior yeah. or the, in that want and desire. But often we don't ask ourselves these questions. No. So we go into looking for a relationship and people go, <clears throat> he wasn't right, he wasn't right, he wasn't yeah. right, he wasn't right, he wasn't right. And they never stop to think, well, why wasn't he right? Definitely. Okay, so what am I actually looking for? And get? I know you said you did this, didn't you, when you were in a date and you mm -hmm. were like, this is, this is what I'm looking for from a yeah. person. And so it, it makes your decision-making a lot easier because you've got criteria. Yeah. And those criteria should be things like, 
are you compatible on yeah. that not what color their skin is or how tall they are or exactly. anything like that one piece of dating advice i found really helpful which I, it made me think of it because the question before of the guy focusing on the other person going, are they happy in the relationship? Was What I used it for dating was, I need to stop thinking about, do they like me on a date? And start thinking, do I even like them? Because yeah. I would prioritize what they thought of me over what I thought. Because quite often I'd go, do they like me? Oh, I don't know. Are they going to text me? Do they like me? And when I'd sit back, i go, Joel, do you even like them? And I'm like not really and i'm like okay well then why are you wasting time or i might go yeah i do and then i'm like okay cool well at least you know how you feel but yeah i just think we need to focus on our own needs and wants first and foremost before we can then work out someone else's i agree what are your thoughts on boycotting or not traveling to countries where they discriminate against gay people or they have homophobic laws or things like that Oh, I don't know. I think, again, I think it depends on what your particular activism is, wh whether you feel passionately about it or not. I personally don't have anything against going to Dubai or, or the Saudi Arabia or anything like that. But would I actually want to, considering that I would want to go on holiday there with Keegan and would want to feel comfortable there? Probably not. Like Dubai, maybe, because I know it's a bit more westernized and I think they're more of a turning a blind eye to yeah. gay people there as opposed to other countries where they will literally throw you in prison or, or worse. Yeah, I suppose the moral issue that people would have, and I think I have with that, is if I know lots of gay people who've gone to Dubai mm -hmm. and have not had any problems like straight people can't hold hands and everything yeah. like this. so it's it's a bit more of a level playing field in that respect and that's fine if you can go mm. there and you're not you know you can share a room and you're not going to mm -hmm. be dragged out of like the people were doing in qatar yeah like, where they had active police going in looking for yeah. gay people and hunting them down which is obviously horrendous um but if you are paying into let's say let's use dubai as an example into that economy yeah and then that goes into the government coffers mm. where they're they are actively you know punishing gay people outside of that area yeah you know are you contributing to that and that's a moral thing yeah. you know like people i know people will say well i go to i go to barbados they're not yeah. but it is illegal to be gay in barbados yeah that's true um, so one specific example we're going to florida in a few weeks and there's lots of people saying that um, a, it's not safe for us to go there with lots of the now anti-gay laws or the anti-gay rhetoric that's being bandied around there. Yeah. And there's lots of people that are saying that we also shouldn't be going in protest to that. But my argument is with something like Florida, where it's not illegal to be gay yeah. and you're not going to be killed for being gay, is now is the time for the gays to descend on Florida <laughs> and sort of represent ourselves and to speak up about say it. say that we won't be bullied in, exactly. and silenced. And... If gay people start fleeing Florida, surely that only will strengthen the anti-gay rhetoric there because they're like well no one's putting up a fight but then you know not that we're gonna go and put up a fight i suppose but we're gonna be there we'll hold hands when we're walking around you know florida and if someone wants to say anything about it 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'll be like, I dare you. My boyfriend's six foot four professional rugby player. Go on then, say that again. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it is, it, it's really easy for that one to go, no, you shouldn't go. Yeah. Um, or yeah, or yeah, it's absolutely fine. But the, again, there's nuance to it. Yeah. Like you said, what, we, like that with Florida. Yeah. I, I, I think, yeah, that we're, it's, it's legal to go. And, pe- you know, people who can't escape there, mm. you know, being gay is not a bad thing we're happy Mm. we have a nice life and um but then do you want to go and put coffers into a regime that is it is it is a a difficult conundrum but it will change like maybe this is hopeful like me being too toxically positive naive naive but i'm like it will change like ron DeSantis is not going to be governor of florida forever there might be someone worse than him equally there might be a democrat that gets in who's like makes everything lovely again and so it's like this won't last forever so yeah. anyway oh the, you know you might have a Repu- republican who's not as yeah. homophobic and far to the right you know because yeah. it's not like democrats wishful have, thinking, have all the but... answers <laughs> But yeah, no. But you can't be like all Republican. Uh, no, you know, exactly. No, not all Republicans are like that. But again, are you supporting a party that has historically, like, you have an issue with gay conservatives, Tories? Yeah. Because it's like, well, you're supporting a regime where that has like oppressed us, and but it's the I, same I, with the Republicans. Because I have a problem with with I have a problem with Section Twenty Eight, mm. and I have I grew up through that. Yeah. Um. And and and. You know, people would say, well, the Tories brought in equal marriage, which was originally a Labour policy. But th- there's good and bad in there's good yeah, and bad in everything. Exactly. Like it's it's too easy to just go all one's bad, all Tories are bad, all Labour people yeah. are good. That's not the case. No. And it's the same with Democrats and uh, mm-hmm. Republicans, and it's again that's the nuance of these conversations. And because yeah. if you were to clickbait that, yeah, you know, all Conservative Tories are bad, all Conservative. All conservatives are bad. Yeah, that's that's no. not true. No, um, it's just not true. So mm. even though I, you know I'm working class, grew up in the north, mm. and I'm gay, mm-hmm. I'm probably not ever going to vote Tory. Mm. But you know, who know, who knows? What yeah. Happened. So I had. Oh, so here's one, Joel. How do you how do you meet other like minded gay guys, but not through dating apps or any other app? <sighs> that's hard. Well, um, I think yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna sprout things off the top of my head. I would say, search interests that mm-hmm. you've got 
whether it's book clubs, walking, sports, mm-hmm. um, things that are going on. Yeah. Like you said, things that things that are away from drinking, things that are away from sex, things that are away mm-hmm. from dating. Yeah. I, I, this thing when people say, oh, I use dating apps to find friends. No. I just don't think that's... that's for me ridiculous. personally, I, I think that's a bit daft. Yeah. Because the clue is in the name. It's yeah. a dating app. Mm. Um, and whether people say that they don't want... I, I just think it's... Yeah. Uh, I, I, I just use like think outside the box where where can i meet people mm-hmm. what are my interests yeah you know if you're interested in yoga go to a yoga class and see if there's people there if you're interested in yeah I, you know i think common interests is the is the basis to go on on that one personally Definitely. it's not something i've done personally so i feel like i can't give advice on that but yeah i think that that's what i would do is research clubs hobbies yeah because there's usually, especially if you're near a big city, which I know not everyone is, there will usually always be a gay book club, a gay football club, a gay plant club, like something like that. So, yeah, because the gays are taking over the big cities. So. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't lead a horticulture. That's a good one. Very punny, Keegan. It's a, it's, it's <coughs> uh, uh, it might be Dorothy Parker. I don't know where it is. It's somebody, <laughs> some lady. Um, Question for you, Joel. What future topics do you have planned for the channel and are there any collaborations in the pipeline? Mm. There are no collaborations in the pipeline. We're very much open to that and discussing that uh, over the next few months. As we go into season two. As we go into season two. I would love to broach uh, religion and sexuality, particularly Christianity and sexuality. There's a guest I would like to get on, so I'm going to message her and just pray that she will come on Um, because it is quite a deep topic I definitely don't have all the answers Mm. I do have some experience but I'm not I'm not someone who eats sleeps breathes theology and um, the person I'm thinking of has done um, and is gay themselves and has a really interesting story so I'm like I would love to get them on but yeah I think there's a lot of things that we need to delve a bit deeper into history yeah political stuff mm-hmm. hiv I, I mean i've just reeled off three really heavy topics but yeah. um relationships i'd l- yeah. love to get someone in uh, uh, we've got an idea to get a couple in who've mm-hmm. been in a really long-term relationship and talk mm-hmm. to them about it yeah um so you know i think we've got lots of yeah. things we want to delve a little bit deeper on a lot of things uh, yeah. but we're always um collaborations we we want to get I know, like that person that Joel's mentioned there is a bit of a big hitter, mm-hmm. uh, but we also want to get some regular people on as well. Yeah, I think that's important to us. Definitely um, for representation, because representation mm. matters. It does, doesn't it? That follows on nicely. There was another question here. Said, "Are either of you two spiritual? And if so, how does it like appear in your everyday life? Like, are you see. active? Yeah." Do you, do you want me to go first? Go my first. answer's probably a bit shorter. Go on, yes. um, Not particularly. Um, <laughs> I, I, well, I'm not. I, I believe that there's something bigger than us. You're agnostic. Which, what does that mean? You believe in God, but you don't necessarily believe in a religion or... I don't Like, mean, you believe something. I don't... Yeah, I believe in something. Whether that's the universe, whether that's... I know, obviously, there is a universe, but I believe... That there's something bigger than there's a greater thing. I don't know if it's yeah. God or a God or multiple gods or yeah. whatever, but mm. I think there's. But I also believe in evolution and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, I I I, it's, I don't I don't I don't pray. Um, 
unless shit really hit the fan, then I might start praying. But um, yeah, so I wouldn't say, but I, med- I meditate mm-hmm. and I think, like, reflect on things and I think about, you know, big things that impact us all. So that could be spiritual in a way. In a way that we're all connected. Yeah. That sounds quite woo woo, doesn't it? But I do think mm. you know, we're all human beings and. You know, when people talk about vibrations and putting mm-hmm. things out into the... Like, I, I believe in all that. Yeah. I don't necessarily believe in, like, manifestation and things. Mm. So I, I have a... Like, a pick and choose which bits. But yeah. you, you have a more conventional relationship with spirituality. I suppose. I don't know how to fully talk about it because it's something I'm still working out. And I know there are hypocrisies within, like, the Bible and the teachings I've grown up with. Um, Just to explain that for people who don't know. So I'm a Christian. I grew up in a Christian family. I've been going to church since I was five years old. Um, you don't go to church now, though. I don't go to church anymore since the pandemic um, because it was around the pandemic that I like came out. And then I started to... At one point, I was like, I can be in a church. And you know, even if people don't you know, think I'm sinful and disgusting, I don't care. I can put up with that. And then it got to a point where I was like, actually, no, I don't want to put myself around people that could be like that. Incidentally, I haven't been around many people that have been like that. All my Christian friends are so lovely and supportive and loving and love me just the way I am. Mm. Um, But yeah, how it affects my daily life, I pray pretty much every day. Again, it's not prayer like some people might imagine where they sit down and they cross their hands and they're just like, I just believe in chatting to God. When I'm going on a dog walk, I might pray for a little bit, just have a chat with God, see what the big G is up to, uh, tell him things that I need working on and things so in that sense i i suppose i would say i'm more spiritual than religious because i think religion is a man-made thing i have a faith but i don't have a religion and i just think it's a very personal thing that people could absolutely pick holes in things that i believe but that doesn't mean it's not real or not real for me that's the whole point of faith in it exactly yeah that's what faith is faith is like believing something that like there's no proof there's of. no proof of uh, that also doesn't mean i don't believe like in evolution i believe like i don't again i don't fully know what i believe about that i also think it doesn't matter like how is that going to affect my life yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think if it was evolution god was behind that and created everything through evolution not necessarily that he went adam eve eve you're made out of a rib i don't think i believe that story but i do believe that god was in control of it all but yeah like i said don't really think it matters. It doesn't affect my everyday life to go, were we created by God or did we just appear out of an amoeba? Yeah, you, d- you don't need to debate theology. Yeah, but it doesn't it it doesn't come up in our relationship that much, does it? I listen to Christian no. music, worship music, like quite often, but not blasting it in the house, forcing it on key. I wouldn't. I wouldn't ever say. I wouldn't say it's a big part of our relationship. No. I'm aware that you have that mm. relationship and but even like with your mum and dad who are yeah you know i wouldn't it's not it's not like you no i yeah. don't know what that what does that mean militant that's militant. the word i was going yeah but it's funny i get the backlash from christians obviously being like you can't be gay and christian but you also get the backlash from the gays that go how dare you be a christian when you're gay and i'm like oh get lost <laughs> another question for you then mm-hmm there's a question here. What's the most embarrassing thing you've caught one another doing? I don't know. I don't. I haven't. Really I don't think caught. there's any embarrassing things. I mean, we've. Uh, we sometimes go to the loo with the door open and I'm walking and go. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll smell it first. <laughs> yeah. Um, Joel chooses. So, 
there was another question here. What irked? I, I wouldn't say you've done anything that embarrassing. I don't think I have, but there's something here that said what irks you. So Joel has two things. One, he does this yawn. That's not a yawn. It does it to. It literally does it to. Work it is a yawn. It might it's start off as a yawn, and then it goes into this really dramatic, over the top, high pitched. And apparently his brothers hate it as well. So he took great delight in texting them, telling them that Keegan also hates it. Yeah. Um, and living with Joel is a 4D experience. <laughs> There's sights obviously but there's sounds and smells and it's fully immersive not least of all the biting of the fingernails which i don't have a problem with per se like if you can't be bothered to use clippers for your fingers like you do you it's the as i describe it to him the cacophony of the biting of the nails which seems so loud usually on a car journey yeah a car journey or watching tv and it's like And it's so loud. I will say I don't think I have the nails of a of a of a nail biter. Nor you know when lots of nail biters they they're down to the stubs. I don't have stubs for fingernails, but I do enjoy biting my nails, and it I won't have anyone. Well. Don't reveal that to everyone. Yeah, Not is. everyone is as bendy to be able to do that. I'm <laughs> proud of it. <laughs> do you have any, do I have anything that irks you? Um. No, not really. I would have said the heavy breathing at one stage, but it doesn't really bother me anymore. King's a very heavy breather. Yeah, um, I'm like quite loud in bed. Uh, snoring. Yeah, yeah, snoring. <laughs> I'm gonna say that there are no irksome habits. I will let you guys know because there, there obviously are some. I just can't think of any. Okay. Um, uh, there's one here. How do you deal with parents who are not supportive of you being who you are? Um, I'm gonna give you a really nice, concise answer. Fuck them. You can't live your life for other people. And I know that sounds really difficult, especially when it's your parents, but the only people that you have to make proud in mm. your life is the eight-year-old version of you and the 80-year-old version of you. If both of those versions of you are proud of who you are and how you've lived your life and what you've done, then go for it. And if you have to upset a couple of people to do that, then it's your life and nobody else is going to nobody's going to thank you on your deathbed for living a life for somebody else especially mm. for your parents so if they can't, if they've got a problem it's their problem yeah that's my that's my one agree um you agree agree do you think all types of lgbtq plus personas are represented fairly on tv or still stereotyped i think they're getting very fair now getting that i also think that stereotype is there there is an element of truth in stereotype otherwise it mm. wouldn't be there now mm -hmm. it might be you know over the top like i suppose initially gay men were only represented on tv by mm. you know uh be, people being dramatic or effeminate or whatever it might be um but some gay men are like that yeah which is fine Mm -hmm. um, and then there's other ways of you know representing you know lesbians are often represented as being you know militant and mm. butch and and some are like that yeah. but not all of them are like that but I think you're yeah you're right it's getting better especially with programs like Heartstopper yeah. and you know that are bringing in uh, sex education that are bringing in younger gay characters mm -hmm. who are still finding themselves out and, yeah um so i think it's getting better at it i think there is an element of stereotype in there but i do yeah. think do you, what do you think you know i just think the same i think it is getting better where you can see a whole array of different 
LGBTQ plus people in the media. Yeah. Um, particularly with gay men, I think there is a wider spectrum now of like, if we're being really oversimplified, the camp gays, the masculine gays, the and all gays, in between. The gays, the thing Does gays. that then extend to lesbians, bisexuals, trans, any like anyone in the LGBTQ plus community? I don't fully know the answer to that. Um, I know a lot of people have got in touch about feeling that bi pe bisexual people are not represented yeah. enough. Mm. Um, which I suppose if you're not looking for certain things, yeah. you're not necessarily aware of it. But. Well, I do find that yeah, any bisexual characters tend to be the slutty ones, where it's like I'm bisexual because I I go around sleeping with men and women, as opposed to a bisexual out there who might be like, well, I don't do that. I'm just attracted to both, but I'm yeah. a loyal, monogamous person that wants a relationship. Like there's a misrepresentation. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think that's yeah. fair. Yeah. And then the last question that I'm going to ask to wrap this up yeah. is um what's your favorite chocolate <laughs> oh my favorite question i just think i just like a classic dairy milk i'm a boring boring man but i do like galaxy as well tony's chocolate tony's chocolate only is really good yeah i like tony's chocolate only. uh but it is very expensive three pound fifty for a bar fair trade fair trade though Worth and it's it. all the way through yeah i like what their ethos is yeah um but recently seized candy uh, seized candy milky bar gold is good yes that is really good it's like a caramelized white chocolate and it's very, very sweet and very, very good. good yeah um yeah so we always try to leave you with a recommendation so this one i've actually been using these for years and years and i think they're great mm -hmm. um they're called who gives a crap mm -hmm. yes they are called who gives a crap I thought I got the words wrong there. We give a crap. We give a crap. So it's basically toilet bamboo toilet paper. Um, TP for short, which Keegan didn't realise stood for toilet I paper. I did not know TP stood for toilet paper. <laughs> I thought TP like a Native American. So I was like, yeah, when you TP a house, you throw toilet paper. He was like, no, I thought you were making it into a TP. Yeah, I did. I genuinely <laughs> did. Um, anyway, who gives a crap? Bamboo recycled toilet paper that gets delivered to your door. It's a little bit more expensive, but it's all recyclable mm -hmm. for the planet. Um, and I think it's good and we use yeah. it and it's something that I don't have to cut around the supermarket it gets delivered 50% of their profits go to building like new water stuff water wells and yeah. waterways and things like it's that really good so yeah yeah. Give so it consider it so we give a crap yeah well thank you guys for watching you can email us hello at happyhealthyhomo.com if you have something to say yeah or you can follow us on happy healthy homo or you can message us on there as well mm -hmm. please review comment like the reviews are the big one especially on the podcast so please, yeah, please. do that and help us share it yeah. and um, we will be back next week for our last episode <sighs> of season one. season one do you want to tell them what it's about it's going to be an hour long special guys and it's all going to be about pride yeah we're going to cover for all, pride the, month. all the different aspects of, of pride mm -hmm. the, and the good things and the not so good things about it yeah so yeah so tune fun. in for that and we'll see you next time thank you bye Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
it. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.